Okay, let's pass this around. sponsored by the Sternberg family and by the Kram and Schaffner family and by the Feigenbaum family. And the weekly sponsorship this week by Sharon Ari Gantavnik, in memory of Shira Zaidi, David Yosef Ben Klonimus, and by Ivan uh, Moshe Kessman for the Rufur Shleim of Eli Berko, Eliezer Pinchas Ben Dvar Zisel, anonymously. We love, we love anonymously. In the merit of Rufur Shleima of Benjamin Yeshua Ben Nechama Grina, and by Keith and Sandy Cantor in honor, in honor of their children, Josh and Jen Cantor, Aderet Noam Talia, and Yakir. And we also added today, as real reminded me, as a, a, the Yoytzeit of Yaakov Israel Shlema Ben Yitzchak Mayan. He was a real, a real Heilig and Neshama. Big Neshama. Okay. So I want to do something very, uh, very, very short today, but you can't not go, you not, you can't not get ready for Lagba Omer. Just, you can't just run into Lagba Omer. You have to have a little bit of a nugget. So something very, very simple, very, very short. And from the Tzadik, I believe it's like of Berdichev. What is it? Just to say his name, it always make. Don't you always feel better when you say Blavitzlik's name? <laughs> when you think of the Berdichev, you feel a little bit better. You feel like you could be a little bit better, you know? I don't know. I always feel like that with Rib. Rav Kook is like that. I believe it's like Berdichev. You feel a little bit better. Something shifts. Something shifts Lagba Omer in the count of the Sphira. Something, something changes. Now we know how many days are in Sphira? 49. How do Chazal usually divide it? It's between Lev Tov. So we're finishing here. Today, the lave, the 32nd day, which we're in right now. And like Rabbi Asher told us last night, when you go by the Memches, Dvarim, Shatara, Niknes, Bahem, the 48 ways through which the Torah is, is bought, what's the, what's the, what's the 32nd Mida, Shatara, Niknes, Bahem? Oyeves, Abrios. So we finished that Tikkun on the 32nd, boom, ready for Simcha, ready for Rabshim Bar Yochai. So something shifts. The Ishbitzer also has an amazing thing about the first four weeks of Svira, as opposed to the last three weeks of Svira. It has to do with working on the conscious versus the subconscious. Rabbi Shlomo gave the most amazing Torah on this in 1977. An amazing teaching just on understanding the shift that happens. Rabbi Yitzchak is going to speak about the shift that happens also. And it's a, I think we'll, we'll sense it. I think for most of us, I mean, let's think about this. The first day of Sphira was Gehenom this year. That's the day it happened. Am I wrong? The day, the, the day of the Pigua? 
I think it was the first day of Sphira. No? Yeah. Friday was the first day of Sphira, right? And you, it's crazy. So I think it's, it's, it's pretty fair to say that this year, many years we have a lot of like, I'm working on every mida every night. I didn't, I'm telling you, I didn't think about, I barely thought about the spirit and everything. What could we do? Our minds and our hearts were in a completely different place. Usually everywhere, you know, we'll work through the, you know, we have those daily videos we did a few years ago, go into the petinius of every single day. This year, I feel like, it wasn't there. Like whenever I was talking to someone in Los Angeles yesterday, how was Pesach? Is it Pesach? What are you talking about? I, don't remember. I didn't have Pesach this year. Pesach. We spoke about it on Pesach Sheni. Who had Pesach Rishon this year? But today something shifts. We finished the thirty. We're going to finish the thirty-second day of the Omer. We jump into the world of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. She's a me'al teva. It's above anything. We don't understand anything. And Lagba Omer becomes a little bit clear that we don't understand anything. In this short piece, Rebbe Levi Yitzchak is going to explain to us, Lemaise, what shifts, what transitions. Look at the bottom right. Vayikra lo Yaakov gal eid. Another pasuk that a voice quoted last night. Remember the famous Tzioni Torah, the most Zionist Torah you'll ever hear in your life? I shared it with you guys once in Parshas Vayetze. What's the most Zionist Torah you'll ever hear in your life? Parshas Vayetze, Lovan and Yaakov go, they go head to head, and when they finish their whole Meshagas, they, there's a Hakamas Matseva, there's a monument that goes up, right? So Lavan calls that thing, what does it call it? Gal Ed. Lavan calls it Yegar Sahaduta. Yaakov calls it Gal Ed. So they came to Chief Rabbi Herzog, he was the Chief Rabbi in Eretz Yisrael. You don't remember this? You remember this? They came to the Chief anyone that didn't hear this yet, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a crazy title. They came, remember, Chavtet in November, November 29th, 1947, was the day that the UN voted for the Hakamata Medina. So when Eretz Yisrael, when did, when, when, when did it happen? It was Friday night, it was Shabbos. So someone came to the chief rabbi's house and knocked on his door and said, uh, Did the rabbi hear about the UN, the, the resolution? He said, well, I didn't hear what happened, but I know, I know for sure what the, what, the, uh, what the result was, what the vote was. He said, really? He said, yeah, 33 for, 13 against. He said, how'd you hear? He's like, very clearly, in our parsha, Yaakov Karalo Gal Eid, 33 Eidim, Ba'ad, Eretz Yisrael, Lavan Karalo Yigar Yud Gimel Rishayim Sahadusa, 13 Rishayim are Eidim against it. Crazy boy. So if you ever needed like ammunition for like to see, listen, it's not so posh. You can't just knock the whole see anything off. Yeshamashu, that's the only Torah I've ever found inside from the Psuk and that like makes me be like uh, <laughs> there's something there. But this this meeting between Yaakov and Lovin is it's just incredible what goes on over there. The Yaakov Garal Yaakov Gal Aid. Okay? Gal Aid. We're gonna we're actually gonna decipher that word in a second too. Obviously, because of the same letters, 33. This Medrash is beautiful. Listen to this Medrash. What's the Medrash referring to? It says that when we crossed Yamsuf, each of us, and the Zohar says, I think the Lushan is, 
with the ein, the ein of the lev, with the eye of the heart, or ein chokhmas halev. Does anyone remember? If you remember the lashon exactly, tell me. We have this inner vision where we saw a vision of Hashem, and what did He look like on the Amsuf? Kebachor. When we crossed the Amsuf, the vision we had of Hakadosh Baruch Hu was of a young man. But when we saw, we had that vision of Hashem. That's true. With our human eyes, we didn't see this. But the Zohar says, I think it says, With the eye of the wisdom of the heart, we had this vision. God appeared to us on the crossing of the sea as a bachur, and when we came to Har Sinai, the vision that we had of Hashem with this inner eye was of an old person, of an old man. Let's be real. How often, when we do like, play around with that, we ask ourselves, like, you know, the vision. <laughs> I mean, we try to stay away from this stuff all the time, but who would we choose, like, normally? What would it look like to us? Matan Torah or Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Matan Torah, usually. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was... When you accustom a child to start going to school, how do you get the kid to go to school? Not that any of us have ever tried this at home. Give him a treat. Bribe. Bribery. Chinuch 101. You bribe the kid and you say, this is what you get if you get dressed and there's no screaming in the house before we leave, and you go with the smile, and you come with the smile, give it, it'll get even another lollipop, right? He says, that's what Rebbe Yitzhak's saying. When you try to get a kid to be accustomed to go, he says, that's, a tinok, you give him something that the tinok is misavela. You give him something that the, the, the child desires, that he wants. Da'ayinu, she'omer lo, she'sham bebeita sefer, yesh davar she'atinok mitavelo. But here he's saying, no, no, no. What you tell a child is there in school, there's something that you really want is waiting for you there. That's how you tell your, that's how you tell your kid. You know, I, oh Hashem, Aha, Liba, our, our fourth kid, our, our last, our, our daughter, our fourth daughter, she, I think every kid of ours has had the same person in Mechina, Chaim. You know Chaim. En kmo Chaim. And Chaim has, who here has had Chaim from me? Yeah, Chaim, amazing. I will say, it was very weird in the beginning when we first moved here, and they told us there's a guy who was the, you know, <laughs> was the kindergarten teacher. It was a little bit unsettling, and it took us a little. It took us. A bit, it took us a few days to realize this Chaim is a tzaddik. He has a guitar in his wall. He calls it Gitale, and the kids know there's a guitar and there's a nigun. There's a smile. There's love waiting for them there. Mamash, 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 mamash. He's an amazing yid. So you tell the child, listen, there's something that you really want that's waiting for you there. That's how Rebbe Yitzchak says, you get a kid to go to school. And then you get him to go to school. And since this happens, the result is, afterwards they end up learning. We saw that the first year when we saw the, the, the Chag of a, when they had the olive base, and I, I never saw it before. I never had it with one of my kids, with our oldest, when they licked the honey off the letters. I mean, and they loved, they loved the learning, but in order to get them to go, especially when it's the beginning, it's very difficult. says there has to be something that you've got to tell them they want that's there. That's how you get them to go to school. Now, what does he say here? This is an amazing nimshal. 
ניסים ונפלאות. אני ים סוף, השם שורס למוסט שמנדס מרקוס דלבר טוק פלייס, up until that time. ולא היה עיקר הטעם של הניסים ונפלאות, הניסים ונפלאות עצמם. The real reason, or you could say here, the real taste of the Nisim Veniflos wasn't just that, oh my God, I can't believe this show that I'm seeing. That's not what it was about. It wasn't about the miracles. Raka Nisim Veniflos asa vehera lanu kedei sheneida sheyesh eloka baolam venisa velola ovdo. He showed us that there's a God in the world that has this in the classroom too, and that we should have a taiva to serve Hashem. It's an amazing thing. I believe it's like what Yitzhak is saying. Nisim are basically, it's like, it's like showing a kid a candy bar and saying, there's more of this where this came from. But it gets you to go to school. It gets you to start learning. That's how the Bidichavir says, it basically describes our miracles. It gets you to the, it gets you to the base measures. It gets you to start learning. There's more of this where this, where this came from. Before you know it, you're enrolled, you're showing up. You're doing more and more and more. You're in the program. Open miracles, specifically? Here. Well, it, it, the way it worked here, yeah. Nisim gluim, revealed miracles. Wulechach asa lanon nisim veniflos biyamsuf, kedei she'aydezeh nis'ave lekabel ha-Torah biyom matan Torah, wulovdo belevav sholem. The miracles that Hashem showed us on Harsinai weren't on a kriyas yamsuf, were in order to get us to the mountain. to receive the Torah, to be, to be lamdanim, to learn. V'nimtza ikar anisim v'niflos haya b'yamsuf, k'de sh'nekabel ha-Torah ma'amad ha-Sinai v'nis'ave lo la'ovdo l'kabel ha-Torah. You may say that this is like a low level, nachon? Like, really? They needed nisim in order to, uh, Hashem wanted them to come to Matan Torah because He showed them candy bars? You understand the question? Wouldn't it be better if Hashem... You know, Hashem, if, if they actually came because they wanted to come and not because they showed them, Hashem showed them, gave them some Skittles or whatever He showed them, whatever it was, some Katsefet, <laughs> some Glida. And this is a Shaila that we have today, we, we say all the time, Kadosh Baruch Hu, do you know what you could have if you did one big, gigantic Nez Galui right now? You would give us all the Taiva. We would all have this Taiva now to get more of where that came from. Instead, we're struggling through Hastara Shebetoch Hastara to figure out where you are and to work ourselves through all these miracles. But he says that that was just the beginning. Habechina hazon shel Yitzias Mitzrayim, what we described right now, of Hashem basically like a child getting him to go to school, is what the light of leaving Mitzrayim was all about. But that stops. When does that stop? Lag ba'aymer. What does he say? Habechina hazo shel Yitzias Mitzrayim meira ad lag ba'omer. This, the light where I'm flying off of what I saw on lag ba'omer on a on on Pesach and Shvishel Pesach, right? That 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 light is it, it, it's not that it goes away, but it stops on the thirty third day of the Omer. Umi lag ba'omer matchila e'arashel ma'im adhar Sinai shehi kabalas atorah. Amazing. Up until now in the Sphira, I'm still thinking about how cool it was to leave. But Rabbi Dijavir says, from Lag Ba'aymer on, I'm thinking about how much cooler it is where I'm heading to, the destination that I'm going to. It's an amazing thing when you think about Eretz Yisrael. For years, none of us were around, well, physically, either both physically around, or even around in the world then. But we were living off of the miracles of 48 and 67 for many years here in Eretz Yisrael. 
that died. Understand? That, that thrill that it gave us, stopped. And I don't know when this shifted, but at a certain point the shift wasn't any, isn't, the focus went from being on, from what we had and the miracles that took place here to where we're going. Beis Abchira, Mashiach, Binyan Yerushalayim. That shift that takes place in the Zman that we're in happens like Ba'omer. The shift from flying from where we were to the excitement towards where we're going. As much as we say every night, I'm one day closer to Harsinai, really the beginning of Sphira is it, you're basically counting, I'm one day out of Egypt, two days out of Egypt, three days out of Egypt. Now it's also true, but what's really happening is I'm one day closer to Harsinai, but you feel that on Lagba Omer. It shifts, Rebbe Dijavis says. The focus that we have now shifts. Ukvar Katavno, Sheheara Shelitias Mitzrayim. The, the Heara, the light of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, was just a preparation for what was waiting for them in Matan Torah. Vanisim vaniflos, haya matan Torah al Basically, we realized all those miracles weren't just to help us be excited that we're getting out of Egypt, but it was help us to get excited that Misha Amar Vahaya Olam, the same God that performed those miracles, is preparing something for us that's much, much bigger. Much, much bigger. Whatever we thought we saw is nothing compared to what happened in Matan Torah. Right? Think about the Yid. He thought he saw everything with a year of Makot, 12 months of the Egyptians getting smitten, and the miracles that took place as we left. That was nothing in comparison to what the Yidin saw when they were standing by Har Sinai. The Cholaam Ro'imit Akolot Veta Lapidim. They're seeing voices. And no, no substances. It was real. They weren't seeing voices. They were seeing voices. It was MS Lamito. It was infinitely higher than whatever they experienced when they saw when they left when they left when they, when they were leaving Mitzrayim. So just on a level of chizuk, maybe I just want us to remember, like, you know, whatever we saw here as a people to, when we came back to Eretz Yisrael, and it was Nisim Gluim Lachol Davar. My Abba was here. I have a Aliyah, 1962. He was describing to me a little bit what was going on here living here in 1967. Everyone was certain Mashiach was about to come and appear because this is just the most galui nice anyone ever saw. Crazy. And as high as all that was, is nothing in comparison to where we're not just heading to, what we're already touching on. The Geul HaShlim Amitis. But you know how much koyach you need to let go of the past in order to be excited for the future? Oh boy. We, that's, I feel the premius of what I believe it's like is saying to us is that Lag Ba'emer is basically the Shichrur, is the day of saying, it was so beautiful, thank you so much, Yibon HaShleilam, Viter, Viter, Yala, more, next, destination, not just where I came out of, where I'm heading to. That shift of excitement and of focus is the day of Lag Ba'emer. It's the day that we, 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 we switch from flying off of the Nisim of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim towards the destination. Like a couple that gets married, that looks at their wedding album every single night. If they're still looking at their wedding album every single night after their first child's born, yesham baya. A little bit of a problem. That's not the avoda anymore. <laughs> if that's still, look how cute now. Oh, but look at us under the chup. No, what are you talking about? The chupa is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The child is Matan Torah. What are, you, what, what are you looking at, man? 
You have people like this in their relationships. They're still looking at the wedding album. The bechina of that, whatever that means. Look how happy we were. Look at the... What are you talking about? You just brought a chilek elokam imal in your midst. What are you looking at a wedding album for? And this, I'm, I'm not saying this actually, I, I hope this doesn't actually happen, but I'm saying enough. This happens to us in our lave all the time. Like, you know, some of the chavra, it happened here recently. Someone said to me, do you remember how much we used to fly when we were down in, in Mechila? When we were down by Bay Stone? In, you're okay with the, the shift also, right? <laughs> you remember what was going on on the walls over there and everything? And it was, I'm like, yeah, it was amazing. Don't you miss that? It's nice. It was, it was amazing. I'm not looking at that. I'm not even looking at Rabbi Asher Weiss's event last night. Meaning, weiter. Weiter. Masha, yeah. Yala. Od. This is this, is, this, is, this, this koyach to go weiter. This is what happens on Lagba Omer. This is what shifts in the sphera. This is how Chazal divided these two, 32 and 17. And it happens on 33. This is, what, this is the koyach of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. To give us the koyach to, it's like, this is a, listen, what I'm saying now, it may sound cute and sweet, it's a fundamental psychological yesod of anyone that wants to have a healthy life, to be able to do such a thing. To be able to do such a thing. Bottom paragraph, v'zeu, this is what it means now, back to the puzzle that he opened up with, v'zeu v'yikra lo Yaakov gal eid. This is what Yaakov called it, gal eid. Now what does he say here? Klomar. Kevan Shemegia Gal. Now a Gal has arrived. The 33rd day has arrived. Now the light of Kabbalah Satora is coming. Now, what is it based on? The second word. What's Eid? It means two different things in Hebrew. What's one of them? You all know. Testimony, Testimony witness. What's the other thing? The crown. The jewels, yeah. Ediyam. Ad, 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 Talks about the Ediam, the, the Ksarim, right? The, but in Eda, the Edeha Isha, Tachshitim, the Chazal say also, the adornments. Adornments. Milas Eid, Humilishon Adi Adaim, Hored Ed Yecha, Klomar, Shead Lag Baomer, Hayayara Shilitias Mitzrayim, Umilag Baomer, Meir Hayara Shekabala Satora, Shemirumas Bamila Eid. That's why it says, Be'akov Karalo Gal Eid. He's saying, you think that was something? You know what you looked like? You know what you looked like in Yitzhak Mitzrayim? You were so happy that you had schmutz on your face. You were filled with mud, and Hashem said, come, and I'll give you some magic dust and take off the schmutz. And you thought that was the highest thing. That was kindergarten. Now I want to give you a keter. Godless mentality is, let me just keep on thriving off of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. You just gave the title for the shir today. Perfect. <laughs> this this ratzon for keser is bidiyuk where we're entering into this day. Reb Shem Bar Yochai, Rabbi Akiva, they're telling us, "Are you kidding me? You have to be thankful. I got to be so happy for what you have. Amazing. Don't look back at the wedding book. Don't at the wedding. That that's not. That's not. Don't don't look back. Oh, remember what we once had. That's not a Yiddish way of of." Nostalgia is a very weird thing. It's, it's, it, it, sometimes it's so beautiful, but sometimes does it prevent you from... from oh, it could, be, it could be the worst thing in the world. It's all b'shem. Oh, remember those times? Yeah, I have friends, less now, but, but, but there are people in our lives that the only thing you could talk to them about is what was. Mm. You know, <laughs> right? We want to be with friends that are talking about what will be. 
This is the shift of, this is Lagbo Eimer. This is the Simcha Reb Shem This is why tonight, with all the pain we've been through, tonight, listen, if thousands and thousands of Yidin can go back to a place that was a Chorban Gamur two, two years ago, and many of us were on our way, Mamish, we were 20 minutes away, wherever we was on that bus. And the same families, even families of the Nispim, of those that lost their lives, can go back there and dance, because they know the Kesa is, the Kesa is there. They know that they know this is the light of crown. This is the light of, of Matan Torah. This is the light of destination, of what we're longing for. They should play an active role in our lives, and daven for it very strong over Lagba Omer, not to let go of pain, to even let go of how beautiful things once were, if it's holding you back from how beautiful things could be. Be'ezer Hashem. Hey, right, good yontem, everyone. Yeah.